0: Hello, this is Dr. Earl with the Denali Medical. To get us started, I'd like to ask you a question. Are you ready? I mean, really ready. Are you ready to find solutions? Are you ready to find root source healing? If you are, well, let's go. Hello, hello.
1: Dr. Earl, good morning.
0: Good morning.
1: Thank you for uh, joining us and giving us your knowledge and wisdom on uh, health and happiness. So we're very grateful. So what would you like to discuss today, Dr. Earl?
0: Well, first, do you guys have any questions, any pressing topics you want me to talk about?
1: When it's windy, Dr. Earl, besides the allergies and the sinus can get stirred (laughs) up in the nose, which you're not used to, but does wind, for some reason, does it do something to the body? You know, when it's really windy, when you get past like 30, 40-mile-an-hour winds, can it cause difficulties for different things?
0: Well, certainly the the convection, which is the body offloading heat, is accelerating significantly regardless of, of your clothing. And so your body really will go into a phase where it starts to pull blood from those areas that are exposed and try to keep the heat in a little more locally if things get you know, get compromised at all. And our bodies are well-suited to do that, but part of that process can make us feel A little bit different, if you will. So we don't feel like we're quite as ready to run and jump. And, you know, that blood flow kind of seems to get a little bit held inside. The other thing that the wind will do is it will set off a little bit of a stress region. So our cortisol will increase, our sugar levels will increase a little bit, and our fight or flight muscles will be put at the ready, if you will. So we tend to be a little more anxious, we tend to be a little more on edge, and so all of those things come into play. And then certainly when you hear the sound and you know there's some people that that are quite disturbed by the sound of wind. And there can be some sounds that the winds generate that frankly can be terrifying. And so sometimes those sounds can also put us into an area where we seem a little bit stressed and a little on on edge. Interestingly enough, when you brought up the smell and the congestion, nothing really sets off our memory the way smell does. And there are certain things, I mean, you've got touch and you can see certain things, but it is interesting that they, and they've done research on this, that the power of smell to elicit a memory or an emotion is unparalleled with most of the other senses. And so sometimes that can also play a role, but in general, yes, we get put on edge with the wind, there are sometimes when we're warm, it, it can calm us just a little bit if it's a gentle wind. But as you mentioned, you know, you get up above anything about 10 miles an hour tends to be a little aggravating and certainly in the 30 mile an hour range, it, it becomes very aggravating and, and does change the physiology of our body. Gotcha. Cool.
1: We had that uh, wind in Southern California. So not just like 10 or 20, we've got like 30, 40, 50 mile an hour winds blowing. And it's just, Boy, I mean, after a couple of hours and it just dropped the temperature, like 35, 40 degrees, got kind of a cold front. But, you know, just I noticed what the sun is and, and I'm sneezing all of a, sudden a lot a little extra just because whatever gets up your nose or your body is just trying to get out, <laughs> you know, and it's a combination, you know.
0: Yeah, and here's the other interesting thing, and, and I don't know what the statistics are for smog in, in some of the other areas that deal with that pollution, but in Salt Lake City, and I'm sure it's fairly similar, certain smog is a combination of fog, which is vaporized water, and then some level of particulate of pollution. And that can be anything from smoke to dust to anything that you know might get aerosolized in the air. And at least in Utah, what they found was, and again, now I'm eliminating the, the moisture portion, the fog portion. So just the particulate matter. of that was actually either dust, well, it was dust, another 10% of that was organic material, so, you know, broken down plants or, 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 you know, um, um, wood or what have you, and then the rest was actually some type of pollutant that was a problem. So certainly, as we look at, you know, what, what the wind does as far as kicking up that dust And uh, some of the other components, It, it plays a big role in the overall pollution that we then add to with a little bit of, you know, our pollutants that we create. But a big portion of that is from good old Mother Earth. There you go.
1: There you go. Yeah.
0: Cool. Then we're back to our discussion about why do we react the way we do with, you know, when you talk about stress from the wind and then the allergies and then the potential for them to spread disease. Now you're back to a wonderful discussion about, Most I brought this full circle, <laughs> the bioactive C, because that will help your immune system so that you don't react quite so violently to the allergies. And vitamin C is critical for stress and stress reduction and recovery from stress. So getting a good, healthy dose of vitamin C in your body when you're under those stressful situations helps prevent you on all fronts, stress, infection, and so forth.
1: There you go. Wow, thank you. That's great. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, just real quick, you go to 1 800 674 3250, 100 674 3250, and you go to worldsgreatestvitaminc.com, worldsgreatestvitaminc.com. There
0: you go. Okay, at the beginning of this lecture, I ask you, are you ready? Are you ready? we're going to close with that same question. Are you ready? If you are, let's go.